Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Centers for Disease Control and or any other government agency. This week on Paladin Financial Talk, we're going to be doing some spring cleaning. Wow, I don't like cleaning. (laughs) This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, Your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Welcome to Paladin Financial Talk. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial, and uh, we're just past the beginning of April here, and we have tens of millions of Americans working from home right now because of the response to the coronavirus pandemic. So I thought this might be a good time to walk our audience through how they can spend some of that time at home and uh, do some positive things instead of focusing on what's on the news out there. But look at some ways to get your finances in order, uh, get your stuff in a pile, if you will. And uh, there's a lot of uh, anxiety that people are experiencing right now. So I think it's, it's good to focus on what can you control? What are some things that you can do to make sure that you have some peace of mind and you're taking some positive action? So uh, before we jump into that, I want to welcome Mr. Tony Shore here remotely. And uh, Tony, how are you doing today? Well, I'm doing a little better after that intro. I thought that was good. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like a good topic. In the cold open there, you mentioned cleaning. And, uh, you know, I don't like to clean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've been doing a lot of that around the house lately. Um, uh, but uh, you scared me at the beginning when you came in there. Uh, you said, uh, you said, welcome to the show. Now that tens of millions of Americans are, and I thought you were going to say listening to our podcast. Uh, it sounded like you were, that's where you were going. And I'm like, whoa, you're usually in a really honest, straight shooter. Uh, <laughs> why is he? Why is he uh, pumping up the numbers so much there, uh, inflating our our listenership? But no, that was uh, that is true. A lot of people are working from home. I was hoping we had tens of millions of uh, listeners, and someday we will, I'm sure. But uh, it's a it's a slow build in the world of podcasts. They're very popular right now, and we appreciate everyone listening and. And like a lot of listeners, uh, Jeff, I'm hanging in there. You know, uh, my family and I are, are hanging in there and we're, uh, you know, uh, we're all doing good considering. And I th- I think this uh, is a good time to talk about this. And the topic really hits home with me personally, because I think it's like it, it brings a little order to the chaos. And that's never a bad thing. Right. I mean, we we can control what we can control. You know, we got to control what we can uh, in our financial lives or our lives in general. And that can help us, especially in times like this, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's a good timing for this. And, uh, before we jump into the topic, I wanted to share kind of a, a, a funny that occurred this morning. So yesterday was April 1st, April, April fools. And our son, oh yeah, son Jacks, he's five. He just learned about April fools joke. So this morning, April 2nd, <laughs> oh, no. you know, getting ready for work. And uh, I asked him, you know, if he, what he had learned about that. And um, 
he decided to try to he was trying to figure out an April Fool's joke to to pull on me while I'm running around the house getting ready. And uh, his his first idea was he put set some things up on the stairs that would cause a person to trip. <laughs> so oh no, no, oh no, Jackson wanted it to be funny but not uh, a mortal wound resulting from that so uh, <laughs> let's see daddy trip and fall down the stairs <laughs> so <laughs> you know what i think uh i think your wife might have put him up to it uh, because uh, she's tra- been trying to kill you for the insurance money for a while this is now, true this is true so i'm gonna be um watching my six if you will for the next few days until he forgets about april fool's day so <laughs> yeah jacks is confusing practical jokes with april fool's jokes and uh <laughs> And some not so practical jokes, apparently. Yeah. I mean, where where did he get that from? And uh, oh. and uh, we we know she doesn't listen, so let's just say your wife. Yeah, it's no, it's no, she does. <laughs> she does. All right. Well, All right. Jax, I love him, man <clears throat> after my own heart. I love it. Uh, yes. It's a funny story now. Yeah, yeah. Because you didn't fall down the stairs. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But yeah. all right. So what what is spring cleaning? What does that mean? And uh, there's a lot of different ways you can look at this. But you know, looking at uh, starting at your assets and liabilities. So look at here are my assets. Here are my liabilities. What are those? Making sure you've got a, a good accounting of what's on your balance sheet, if you will. And then digging into each of those to identify, are we getting the most out of each of those assets? Does every asset serve a purpose? And a quick example of that, I was talking to someone yesterday and we had a, a phone consultation, was getting to know his situation a little bit. And he mentioned that he had this old um, variable annuity he's had for a number of years. It was a little over you know, $13,000. And he said, it's just not that much in the scheme of things. I've, I've been told before, don't worry about it you know, because it's not that much money. And that's not the way we want to look at it. We want to look at whatever asset we have. You worked hard to, to build up that asset over the years. Make sure you're getting the most out of it. If it's not in the right thing for you today, let's evaluate options to improve upon that. So that's um, it, a good time, good timing, I think, to, to have a, a, a recognition of what we have in place and make sure that we're getting the most out of things and things are organize and if if it's right out with the old in with the new to to improve upon things so yeah and and let's jump right into this topic because i think it is an important one uh what's what's first on the list i mean you talked about spring cleaning what do you mean by that yeah so having that uh organization understand what you have in place currently and that's a good starting point again make sure you're getting the most out of what you have but it's also a good opportunity to set some goals So, for example, one of the common ones that I work with our clients on is I'm not an attorney, but I can see you don't have a will, you don't have a financial power of attorney, you don't have health care directives, you don't have all these different things in place that will help give you some peace of mind, but also help your family out as well if something was to happen to you. So set a goal to determine who's going to do that. Are you going to use an attorney or are you going to try to do that yourself and get that? Get that rolling here in the next week is pick something. Don't let the the perfect be the enemy of the good. Pick a direction on that if you know that's a gap in your your plan. So you're saying basically uh, set goals uh, out with the old and with the new uh, new set of goals and, and, you know, examine where your finances are at right now. Exactly. Yep. It's a good time to if you're 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 forced to stay at home, focus inward, get some of these things knocked off. Yeah. 
So setting goals is important. What's the right move, though, for people who may not be in the negative with their finances, but they might not have the amount of net worth they'd like? Yeah. So we want to look at um, going back to goals is first set up and have a good emergency fund set aside so that if you do have an emergency come up, you're not forced to put more money on credit cards, for example, or, or loans or whatever it might be. So set up that emergency fund and then focus on how do you eliminate your debt and whittle away on that. And we're going to come back and talk to, about that here in a little bit. But just because you're not in the best financial position that you'd like to be in doesn't mean you should throw your hands up and, and give up. Let's take this piece by piece and what do we need to do to improve things? Yeah. So it seems to me that maybe we're at the moment where we have to bring up the B word, budget. Uh, am I right? Yeah, you did it. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, no one likes to talk about the budgeting. I mentioned this uh, a while back on one of our, our podcasts, but that just popped back into my head as um, someone that, that we both know that has very done, done very well financially was uh, recently quoted as saying, budgets are for the weak. Um, but his, his financial situation is different from a lot of people. We want to make sure that if you're not in the best financial situation, start with knowing where every dollar goes. Yes. And make sure that every dollar has a purpose. And the starting yeah. point is to track that and know where you're spending your money. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I can see where some people in his position and other positions, other people in that position uh, might say that uh, because, ev like you're always saying, Jeff, everybody's situation is different, and it depends on where you're at, what your time horizon is, and what resources you have available, what assets you truly do have. Uh, and you know, some people have more need to watch every dollar, uh, and some people have less. But I think it's a good idea for most people, the average American out there, even though I've never met the average American, uh, <laughs> I think it's good for most people uh, to look at where their money is going. You know, study your credit card bills when they come in. Make sure uh, that you know what's being spent. Uh, you can save a lot of money that way. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. And whatever method you choose to keep track of your finances, whether it's the, uh, the old envelope approach. Or yeah, the envelope <laughs> system. Yeah, or a spreadsheet, whatever it is, there are apps that are out there that you can download and keep track of all of your expenses. Whatever it is, pick pick a direction and you know make make sure you're you're tracking that and know where your money is is going. So that's important. Yeah, yeah. I mean, budgeting is about having financial control, and you should want that. I mean, people groan about having to sit down and do a budget, but you know what? My wife and I uh, do it, uh, and we feel so much better the weeks after we budget than if we put it off and don't budget, uh, you know, uh, for a too long of a time period, uh, the stress builds up. It's like, where are we at? Oh, we need this. Well, where's that money? So I, I think it's really important, especially for couples, but individuals as well. Now, um, uh, why don't you let our listeners know right now how they can get a hold of you? Now, how are you handling meetings in, in this time? You're still willing to, to talk with people, right? Yes, absolutely. So we're uh, very busy talking to folks over the phone. We're doing a lot of Zoom meetings uh, so we can see people eyeball to eyeball. Um, we, we do still have some meetings in the office, but um, our staff is working remotely. 
I'm in the office here and uh, mostly doing a lot of Zoom and phone meetings. So whatever whatever people are most comfortable with, like I said earlier, is this is a good time to reflect, get some goals, um, take some direction or, or make some movement on some of the things that you know you should be doing. And one of the things that we can do for you, whether we're face-to-face or over the phone, is give you a complimentary second opinion on what you have in place and come up with some good ideas that you can start putting in place right away to improve your financial situation, reduce your stress. I've found that people that have a good plan, uh, that gives them a lot of confidence and the things that a lot of people are going through right now it becomes less of a big deal because they know they have a good plan. So I encourage you to call us. Our phone number is 877-219-3199 or visit us online at financialpaladin.com and schedule a complimentary phone consultation with me and uh, we'll see how we can help you out. Oh, I think that's great. And we've had a good conversation so far. Let's keep it going talking about the importance of getting back to the basics, how that can help us put our finances on better footing. So how about we get right back into it with our next topic? Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about debt. Debt is a, a leak in your boat, if you will. And if so if you have uh, credit card debts or car loans, whatever it might be, your house, your mortgage, uh, home equity line of credit, uh, we want to look at how do we reduce that, re- that debt in the best way possible over time. And there are different ways of approaching that. Uh, One is what's called the snowball approach, where you take the smallest debt and you focus on paying that off first, and then you move to your next biggest debt and you pay that off and so on. And the money that you pay on, you were using to pay off those debts, you roll that, you snowball that into the next highest debt until they're all paid off. So that's, that's one approach. The other is to take the the one that you're paying the highest interest rate on, whether it's the biggest or the smallest, that's the biggest hole in your boat from a rate perspective. Focus on paying that off first. Now, mathematically, that approach is going to be better is you you take the higher rate and pay that off first. But a big part of making the most out of your money and budgeting and all this stuff, part of it's math, but part of it's a, a big part of it is your behavior. And if it's uh, mentally rewarding for you to pay off some of those small debts and you, you feel a win from that, you move on to the next one, that might be better for you is to make sure you, you have that discipline uh, rather than the math being better and paying off the highest debt, the interest rate first. Right. And obviously don't, you know, <laughs> spend money on on dumb things, right? I mean, you know, let's right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know a formal debt repayment plan is something that does work though for a lot of people. One common method I've heard about is to list your debts beginning with the highest, ending with the smallest. And from there you attack the highest interest rate first, then move on down the list, right? Correct. Yeah. Most, most people, you know, everybody's different. You know, again, those are two different approaches to that. Uh, biggest part is what are you going to do if you're going to be more successful in having those wins and paying off the smaller debts first to go with that. But the math will show paying off the higher interest rates ones first is, is uh, going to get you out of debt quicker. So different approaches to that. But yeah, don't spend money on dumb things. Keep those credit cards at home. Uh, try to pay cash. If you if you have credit card debt, use your cash and, and not add uh, to your credit cards as much as possible. 
Well, yeah, and that's that's wise. And again, don't spend money on dumb things. And if you feel guilty about it, don't do it, right? Yep, <clears throat> that's exactly right. Yeah. Another another opportunity is to look at cutting some services that you're not using. Again, going back to the, the spring cleaning, organize, eliminate, uh, look at services that you're, maybe it's a, you know, a subscription for an app that you thought was a great idea. You used it for two months and then you haven't used it for three years and you're paying $10 a month. Go in, get that turned off, get it off your phone uh, or your um, cable services is another thing. The streaming services, those can all add up. So do some spring cleaning and eliminate things you're not using. Yeah, that's that's good advice. Uh, maybe cut out that cleaner. If you pay a cleaner to come to your house. Yep. Yeah. Do the spring cleaning yourself, right? (laughs) Spring clean your cleaner out the door. (laughs) Well, and and this has been a good discussion. I mean, uh, talking about some steps uh, that our listeners can take to get their financial lives in order. Uh, And I know that this has been inspired by the idea that millions of Americans are working from home right now because of the coronavirus. So maybe folks have a little extra time to go through their finances or maybe they're furloughed from their job. Uh, what's next? Yeah, and tying in with where we're at today is plan for the unexpected. We know things like this are going to happen in our life, and this is a very extreme one that the whole world is going through right now. But we want to plan for the unexpected. We don't know what's going to come up along the way. We can't assume you know, you're always going to have a job. You're always Everything's going to be sunny and, and no problems. So <clears throat> a good way to do that is make sure you – you have your health is most important. You have your your home insurance, your auto coverage, your life insurance. You have your, your basics in place to cover some of your most catastrophic costs that might occur. And those policies might seem costly, but you're going to be greatly relieved to have them when you need them. And uh, life insurance is a, one that we've helped a lot of folks out with is understanding the different types of life insurance. And I've had the conversation a couple times so far just this week about well, I have life insurance through my work. I don't have any coverage outside of that. Why would I spend money? Because uh, it's so cheap on the, the policy I can get through work. Think of how many people just in the last two weeks have lost their jobs. And when you lose your job, typically with your life insurance, that's going to go out the window as well. And you might have the option to continue that coverage on your own, but you're going to be paying that full premium uh, until that's no longer available, and that premium is going to be a lot higher than what you're paying through your um, by being employed. So, having coverage in place now with your employer that's great. It's the cheapest coverage that you can get. But if you lose your job or you can't work because you're sick, uh, that coverage goes away, and you don't have anything in place. If you have credit card debt, cars, mortgages, etc. You want some coverage outside of work that's yours, regardless of whether or not you're employed. Yeah, and and along those same lines, Jeff, I think it's good to make a point to have a bit of an emergency fund to cover some unexpected home or auto repairs. And for those people that did, uh, you know, now they're relying on that money that they had saved up. And you've always said, I believe, that a good rule of thumb is to have an emergency fund that can cover three to six months of living expenses, right? Yep, exactly. So have that that $1,000 emergency fund set aside for the things that come up, and then beyond that, 
save three to six months of your expenses. So if you, you lose your job or your spouse loses your job or you both lose your job, you have a period of time there where you can live off of those reserves and look at ways to save money. You know, again, going back, how do, what services can you cut to help you to build up that emergency fund and uh, avoid having to put money on credit cards? Yeah. And, you know, Ben Franklin is thought to have said a penny saved is a penny earned and and supposedly failing to plan is planning to fail. Although there's actually some historical doubt that Frank, you know, Franklin actually said either one of those things. Yeah. Uh, but it, regardless, they're still good pieces of wisdom, good advice, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's good to have a have a plan, have a long term plan. I saw a great visual uh, there's a, someone in our industry that does financial drawings. Sounds like an exciting topic. But, financial uh, drawings. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a career field I never thought of. It's actually pretty cool. His name is Carl Richards, and um, he takes complex financial concepts and ideas and makes simple drawings out of them. And I saw that one that uh, I get his emails and saw one where the point was focus on decades, not days. If you change your perspective, that changes a lot. So a lot of times what happens when we live through situations like this, oh my gosh, the market's down, I need to sell my stuff, I might not, it, I might lose it. Um, but if we step back, when do we need that money? And do we want to buy low and sell high or vice versa? We want to make sure that we've got a good plan in place so we're not having to make um, bad decisions in time like these. Right. Exactly. Well, and I, I think it's uh, really important uh, that we do that. And if ever there was a time that we should be working with a financial professional, uh, a trusted financial advisor like yourself, a fiduciary, now is the time. And it's when you're considering your investment options and looking at where you're at and where you're going to go from here, especially with all the uh, market volatility and economic volatility out there. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, have a plan, get some help, and encourage you again, give us a call. Our phone number is 877-219-3199, or you can visit us online at financialpaladin.com and schedule a time to have a complimentary consultation with me, and we'll take a look at what you have in place, give you some ideas to improve your financial picture, reduce your stress, get a good plan in place, not for today, but for the rest of your life throughout retirement. Awesome. Great, great, great talk. Good conversation today. Important topics to discuss. And I know you're more than happy to talk to our listeners out there. Thank you so much, Jeff. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Foley. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources 
and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.